What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another exciting episode of the Vile Files Ask Nick Edition. I'm your host, Nick, joined by Allie and Amanda. Welcome. Thank, Thank you. you. How are you guys? I'm very well. Awesome. Happy to be here. I'm in my cowgirl era. I was just in San Antonio. Are we both cowgirls? Well, oh my God, wait. That's actually kind of a fun question, though. Like, fill in, the, finish the sentence. I'm in my blank era. Oh, shit. I'm in my, go ahead. I don't know. I said it. I'm in my cowgirl era. Cowgirl? What is the cowgirl? I just mean that, like, I'm sort of. You listening to the country music lately? A little bit. I, I saw a very rousing performance of Any Man of Mine by Shania Twain. I went to the most batshit crazy karaoke night that I can't even describe. It was clearly like old, like people who have backgrounds in musical theater. There was a lot of crowd work happening. There's one woman who was like touching everybody at the bar. And then there's this one dude who was just like on his phone, not paying attention. And she puts her back on his back, mic up and is like saying it was insane. But that's that. I just more mean kind of like in terms of like I'm out there, I'm adventuring, I'm exploring. <laughs> Over the weekend, I saw a girl put her leg up on the stage at a bar and fan her undercarriage with her cowboy hat. Is that where you're at? <laughs> that is. Yeah, how cowgirl are you? <laughs> okay, <laughs> certainly not. As, that girl has that cowgirl has me beat. <laughs> I would say cowgirl junior. I, I think more just like aesthetically. I also, um, I, <laughs> I really believe cowgirls don't get caught is the same. Are you committing crimes? No, 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 it's not about, no, it's not literal. It's, it's emotional. Like cowgirls don't get caught. Don't they you keep have a riding. boyfriend? No. Aren't you caught? It's, it's in terms of like letting stuff roll off you your back. <laughs> what drugs did you do this weekend? I did one drug, marijuana. <laughs> I did no drugs, although I guess None? I drank. That's a drug. There we go. That's a drug. Alcohol fair. is a drug. Let's not pretend that's a drug. Alcohol is a drug. What's it? You? What era are you guys in? I don't. I don't know. Pick any word. Leave, I'm say trying. Anything. I'm trying to be in like a fuck it era, but like my I like greatest. That. I love that for you. My greatest insecurity of all time is like people not liking me or being upset with me. But I'm trying to push back on that. That's awesome. Yeah, Nick. I don't. What? What? What era am I in? Help me out. You're kind of in like a content era. Methinks you're very happy with the show. You feel like it's doing well for now. You yeah, are a pusher. You might be in your domestic era. Domesticated era. Yeah. <laughs> Dog dad. Yeah, I think you're girl. in your domestic era. Now you're Dom traveling to Europe. Domesticated. Okay. <laughs> domestic, not domesticated. What's the difference? I feel like domesticated is um a verb that implies like I've been tamed. <laughs> yeah. I've been beat down. Alexa, okay, maybe play it is Miley Cyrus, can't be tamed. <laughs> help. <laughs> Blink twice if you need help. Uh, all right. Well, we- Target uh, boyfriend era. You're in your target boyfriend era. Target boyfriend era? Oh, yeah. You walk around with a cart while she picks out the pillows. Yeah. Yeah, you are. Hate, I hate fucking Target. But you go. But you go. <laughs> I, I often don't go. But sometimes you go. Once in a while I go. We have another slam dunk episode for you this week and we were finally off season's over bachelor is back bachelorette two bachelorettes and uh tomorrow we, we well tonight we'll be recapping it it's uh after the episode back to our regular scheduled program next week we have blake moines recapping episode two with us this week is a surprise because we spoiler recorded this intro earlier and haven't decided yet i'll be in europe Maybe, maybe, maybe we'll find some Europeans. That would be great. Just like some like French people who have never seen the show before. Who are like, why are there so many uh, men and so few women? <laughs> there you go. It's a really bad French accent. Not bad. Thank you, Improv. Not bad. <laughs> Ali's like, <laughs> Ali, Ali's the accent coach is sitting there like uh, what steaming. <laughs> what, do you, what do you got, I, Ali? I could do better if I tried, but also Ali. No, I just think water. about this one TikTok that I love so much where he imitates a French exchange student in high school and he walks in, he's like, ah, class, midterm, exam. I am nerves, but I am also confidence. For class, I am to say good looks. For Linda, break a leg. That was great. Natalie's also good at accents. <laughs> I've been noticing a lot of British accent work. Her British accent's pretty good. I don't know if she has a French one. Linda. I think uh, Allie might have a, a, a larger portfolio. I was a chunky kid. I had to German? provide something to the party. What? Can you do a German accent? Oh, God. That's going to get me in trouble. Let's work on no, that and why? present it another time. It's not strong enough. 
Okay. I don't feel comfortable bringing it okay, to the well, table. Okay, well, we don't want to burden you. I'm uh, Request. I have a request for you guys listening. Uh, well, since I'm asking for things, why don't you just go ahead and rate our show five stars. But also, we need more updates uh, for anyone who's called in to the show. We'd love to get uh, a very detailed update. We might bring you back on the show. We might be working on something special. I don't know. But just email us some updates. Also, if you've learned something from the show, maybe you haven't called in, but maybe you had a story in your life that you specifically remembered something we said on the show that you applied and it worked and you want to share that story, we'd love to hear from you as well. So email us at asknickacastme.com. If you have a question, as always, email us. Texting office hours, email us. Just email us. Just email us. <laughs> All right, let's get to our callers. What's your time with Nick? Let's ask Nick your sexy questions. How's it going? I'm good. I'm Katie. I'm 23. How can I help, Katie? All right. So my situation has evolved a little bit okay. since I wrote in to you guys, but essentially over like the last six to nine months, say I've, I've seemed to develop a lot of anxiety surrounding dating. Well, you're not alone. And so, yeah, so it would seem, but um, that has made itself evident in my most current dating situation. I started seeing somebody about now probably like a month ago. Okay. We went on a couple dates. He was pretty persistent while I was kind of unsure about how I felt after having met him a few times. Can I ask you a question, like general curiosity? Yeah, when you say persistent, do you see that as a positive or a negative? Like were you flattered by the persistence or annoyed by the persistence? Yeah, flattered. Okay. Yeah. You never, I mean, you never know because like sometimes especially <laughs> – when it's a man being persistent towards a woman, a woman, like I think nowadays it could go either direction. So I was, I was curious. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it definitely wasn't a bad thing to me, but um, I was kind of caught off guard though, because I felt like I had expressed my hesitancy a bit. And after our third date, he had said to me that he was interested in no longer seeing other people. Okay. At that point, like I've talked to my therapist about this. I'm an anxious person. She recommended trying to date around, like not zero in on any one thing too closely, because that's when my anxiety tends to like get triggered and all that. And so, and just out of curiosity, uh, when what? Yeah. Why do you think? I'm not. I'm not necessarily curious about your therapist's opinion, but what do you sure. think? I'm, I'm sure it's wonderful. I'm just. <laughs> what do you think is the reason why that makes gives you anxiety? Like, what's the idea behind it? Like, I think I just get too invested too quickly and like, okay. so it's, it's more, oh, if I commit to this situation, I might lose myself in this rather than miss out on opportunities. Yeah. Yeah. Cause like I, as far as like my dating history goes, like I was in like a five-year relationship and obviously like I'm only 23. So that's like taken up my entire adult life until sure. now. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think there's definitely concern about like overcommitting myself again into something I don't want to be in. Okay. And not fully exploring all my options, but Have um, you before you met this guy, have you been dating around? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But it's kind of been like this is probably my first experience where I'm trying to date multiple people at once. Uh -huh. Um because it's kind of just been like situationship to situationship back sure. and yeah. forth. Yeah, so at that point I told him that I wasn't comfortable being exclusive and just that I wanted to like keep seeing other people while we kept getting to know each other better. Okay. What did he say? He was like, I understand. That's fine. Like I explained to him that I had a tendency to like, kind of like overcommit myself too quickly. And that's what I was trying to avoid this time around. And he was like, well, I really like you. So I'm like willing to wait and see Okay, essentially. All right. So that was all good. And like at that point, we were just kind of like seeing each other like once every like five to six days. And then at that point, it kind of escalated quickly. And like I went over to his house and then just ended up staying with him for like a week. The whole week. Because he just, yeah, because he just like kept asking me to stay and I kept not saying no. Uh, okay. And you like <laughs> live in the same neighborhood or, or city. It's not like you were. I mean, not super far. Like, okay, yeah. Not like my neighbor. You definitely like, could have yeah. gone home. 
oh yeah, yeah. could have gone home what did you do for but, clothes I mean I like drove home at certain points and okay. then would like he'd be like oh come back I'm like yeah right. so right. it was like a whole thing all right so you spent <laughs> but, um, a, you had a weak love affair yeah great okay and then so like eventually I was like okay I need to like get back to my apartment get back to my life went home and then at that point is kind of like when my anxiety started to settle in mm-hmm. and I was like oh no I feel invested in this now well sure yeah <laughs> and um at that point instead of having a healthy conversation and being like, Oh, I feel a little bit more confident in this. I might be open to like exploring this exclusively. I kind of went for the like big insecurity route and was like, "Mm, so how are you feeling about seeing other people as like a leading question type thing, which I don't feel great about. (laughs) Um, What was, I don't get the question. So like, instead of me being direct and being like, Oh, I've developed stronger feelings. Oh, like I, I've changed my mind. I'm open to being exclusive with yeah, you. Yeah, that's what I should have said. Um, that's what you but meant. Instead, yeah. Instead, yeah, you but asked. Instead, um, I was like, let me test the waters because I feel insecure. Gotcha. <laughs> and see like if he's like changed his mind after spending more time together. So you felt insecure because now you cared. Yes. To which he replied, he was like, Yeah. So like after our last conversation, like I thought a lot about what you said. And I also like have a tendency to like get infatuated and overcommit myself really quickly. So I'm like seeing other people. Okay. (laughs) To which just like honestly, completely acting out of like fear of rejection. I was like, yeah, I can't do this anymore. (laughs) Okay. Um, So I just like bailed. And was like, I, I pretty much just told him, I was like, listen, I wanted to like, I was getting to a point where I thought maybe I would want to be exclusive. And I don't think I can keep seeing you if you're going to see other people. And I was like, so like, that's just where I'm at. And I'm going to like, is that, that's where we're here. And now, and now, well, well, no, no, (laughs) No, that's where, that's that's when you first wrote in. Yes. That's when I first wrote in. And then what's, ha- because what's happened? Because a couple days after that, I just kind of like sat on it and I felt like I hadn't been really fair and like, like I was pretty much holding him to a double standard and kind of being a hypocrite, to be honest, because it was like, I actually disagree, but go ahead. Okay. Well, that's good to know. Cause I, I felt bad. I just felt like, okay, well, here's why I felt bad because it was more, I wasn't certain that I wanted to be exclusive. I felt rejected by the fact that he was deciding to talk to other people. Mm -hmm. And so I kind of wanted to like lock it down as a sense of like security, even though it's like not really what I think, like I'm sure that I want because I still don't know him that well. Okay. I circled back, Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, which that was what I wanted your advice on in the beginning, if I should even do that or not. (laughs) I mean, I'm humored by your story. It's uh, you're, you're doing, it's very relatable. Is that, is that where we're at? Like you're debating? Or- well, no. So I did circle back. Okay, yeah. And I okay. was, yeah. So I was like, I was like, I essentially told him, I was like, I'm sorry. I feel that I held you to a double standard. Like, I know that like what's best for me right now is to continue trying to not date anyone exclusively. Like, I know that's what I want right now. So like, if you're open to continuing to do that, like you said you were doing, then like, can we keep doing that? And he was like, yeah. So you asked if you could keep hanging out while you both dated around. Yes. Okay. And he said, sure, I'll take the free sex. (laughs) So I saw him for the first time again yesterday night. Okay. How'd that go? How'd it feel? It felt totally normal. I was kind of expecting it to be awkward, but it wasn't. But it kind of like quickly fell back into the like feeling of like playing house and like feeling very like relationshipy. And I think the thing that I'm now have a question about, because I felt like we were very much on the same page of like, we're both doing our own thing. So we're like, yeah, generally like sitting on the couch and completely unprompted. He's just like, as much as I try to like be chill, like the thought of someone I'm dating, sleeping with someone else, like really fucks with me. So now he's doing what you're, you were doing. You guys are both. And I just, I just kind of 31. Okay. Is that where we're at? Do you have a question? Yeah, I think like I'm just wanting to like figure out like I feel resolved now. 
But I am like, curious. I'm what is your therapist saying? Now I'm curious what your therapist says. About which part? <laughs> the whole thing. Like current, like as of now. I haven't talked to her since I saw him. Gotcha. But um, this might not come, I this might not come to a shock morning. to you, but I think you, you need to work on balance in your life. Yeah. Someone thought of me when they th- thought of Grammarly, I'll tell you that much. I mean, listen, I can't be the only one out there who doesn't know where a comma goes. And Grammarly was made for us. When you're moving fast and juggling more projects than you can count, and you don't have time to break down the communication, luckily Grammarly makes professional writing fast and simple. It's an all-in-one writing tool that helps you churn out clear, concise communication quicker than ever. So whether it's mass emails, boardroom presentations, or official contracts, you can find the right words to communicate efficiently. I pride myself on being a grammar freak. Like I used to be a newspaper editor and that's what I love. After I put through my writing that I'd already taken so much time to like finesse and work on, there was still slight tweaks to make it just come alive. And I seemed even more professional. So even if you're someone who thinks you don't need it, you need it. Whether it's people like Allie who actually know how to write or people like me where it's debatable. Grammarly is there for everyone while like just assuring that you are doing the right thing. Maybe it's just like you don't want to think about it. It's also like we always say we read texts how we feel about them on the show. And one thing that's very cool about Grammarly is in addition to like spelling, punctuation, etc., it also helps you work with tone because sometimes when you're just trying to get information out, you can sound a little bit harsh or maybe you don't sound assertive enough. And so it gives suggestions that just help you communicate Never break up without Grammarly. Never break up. Always have Grammarly by your side. So whether it's your personal life or at work, Grammarly will make you sound infinitely smarter. Go to Grammarly.com slash V-I-A-L-L to sign up for a free account. And when you're ready to upgrade to Grammarly Premium, get 20% off for being my listener. That's 20% off at G-R-A-M-M-A-R-L-Y.com slash V-I-A-L-L. Who loves quizzes and wine? Me. First Leaf has quizzes, and most importantly, they have wine. And they have quizzes only because they want to make sure they get you the wine that you love. Also, what's great about First Leaf is they give you a little bit of information about the wine that you choose so that you can sound like you know what you're drinking. First Leaf samples over 10,000 wines a year from around the world and select only the finest bottles. They like to work hard for you. They make it simple to discover new wines uh, without hit or miss. Before First Leaf, I'm just picking wines because I like the labels. And the best part about the quiz is it covers not only like tasting notes of like what wines you currently like versus don't like, Mm. other foods you like or don't like, but you can also pick if you like white wine or red wine, or I did a combo of both. So I got three bottles of white, three bottles of red. What to pair them with, how to eat them. Exactly. And also- drink them with what you eat. It will recommend you wines. It'll build a cart for you, but then you can read about the wines it recommends and you can replace one or two or all of the bottles if you really want to try something new. We love that. We love to mix it up. Well, sign up today. You'll get your first six bottles for $39.95. That's incredible. Plus free shipping. I'll tell you what, and they're high quality wines. So while the price is astonishingly low, the quality is astonishingly high. Go to tryfirstleaf.com slash V-I-A-L-L. That's T-R-Y-F-I-R-S-T-L-E-A-F.com slash V-I-A-L-L to get your first six bottles for $39.95 plus free shipping. Tryfirstleaf.com slash V-I-A-L-L. Here's how I heard it, right? You're just like, you, you went on this date with this guy after three dates. He said, hey, I, I don't want to date anyone else. I like you. You got a little anxious and you understood you, your feelings as to why, valid reasons why. You thought, hey, I have this habit of getting too attached too quickly, too invested too quickly. So I don't know if I want to do that, that thing where we only talk to each other. That makes sense, except that the thing that you guys did, regardless of what you agreed to do, was to spend an entire fucking week together, which completely voided out any kind of boundary. Like what you guys tried to do, you tried to set a boundary and then you did a terrible time of enforcing it Yeah, because it doesn't really matter that he did or didn't agree or that you did or didn't agree to see other people. Your actions were to just give you all of them, and not even all of you in terms of not sleeping with other people, literally an entire week. 
to the point where you you ha- you said to me and to yourself, I have to get back to my life. You put your life on hold. Yeah. And then and then you and then of, no, of course you got feelings. Of course you developed feelings. Of, of course those feelings intensified. And that's why I disagreed with you because it, it, do I think you're a hypocrite? Absolutely not. Because at that point in a week, things drastically changed. Yeah. And it changed for you because you developed some feelings. You you spent an entire week and played house with this guy. And now you, you had new feelings about a situation and you tried to respect those feelings by communicating to him. Yeah, I'm not into wondering about, you know, you sleeping with other people. Except that you gave him this option of free sex while still like constantly wondering if, you know, someone else was better than you. Except that yeah. once he had feelings, he did the same. You know, you guys are back and forth, right? And it's just like your yeah. words aren't matching with your actions. You guys are getting caught up in what it means, like, you know, labels or exclusives, exclusivity, you know? But your yeah. actions are doing the opposite. You're, you're, you're trying to set boundaries but doing a terrible job enforcing it. And in the meantime, because you're not enforcing it, you guys are both developing feelings and just going back and forth. And I am just wondering... Why can't we just try to have a little balance in your life? Like, <laughs> one, you guys can both be exclusive. You've heard me say this, I'm sure, for a period of time. You can agree to not see other people. It doesn't even mean your boyfriend and girlfriend necessarily. Well, that, and, and granted, I do think that's just like a, a label that people need to get over. It doesn't mean you, you can stop being exclusive at any point. It could be like a trial run, if you want, a preview, if you will. Like, hey, let's let's not fuck anyone for the next three weeks. You know, how hard is that? Maybe, and I honestly think when it comes to modern dating, we have to start doing some of these things that maybe sound unromantic or sound unconventional. But like, instead of saying, well, I want to, I don't want to see other people, we we hear like, oh, I guess this is my person for the rest of their life, or my life, <laughs> as opposed to like, maybe you're just saying, how about for the next two weeks, we only date each other? Now, let's say you agree to that. That doesn't mean you live together for two weeks. It yeah. means that like you go about your life, you go about your job, and maybe you don't like you go on dates, maybe yeah. in the park or in public or a coffee date or a dinner. And maybe maybe the first dates, uh, hangout drinks, maybe and you you progress it by going from coffee to drinks to dinner to maybe a, a night over, but like progression, not living yeah. with each other. Like, <laughs> yeah. y- you know, why, why can't he take you on a date? Why can't he take you to a, a play or whatever, you know, have a conversation about something you're interested in and then do that thing. You went back to him and said, well, now I'm developing feelings. Can we do this thing? And I'll, oh, by the way, it's still okay if you do other people because I, I don't want to be a hypocrite. He agreed. And your way that you guys hang out is to, act like you've been dating for five years. Yeah. When you still both recognize there's a lot to get to know about one another. So yeah. if you want to date other people, fine. Date other people. But it can be really confusing when you act like a married couple while agreeing to date other people. Also yeah. knowing that you still need to get to know about each other. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So like you're, you're, yeah. you, you come over like, and you get real yeah. comfortable. You're not having conversations and you're not learning about each other. You're just like, living with each other and sitting on a couch and then watching a movie we both have seen and having some sex or messing around. I don't know, but there's not a ton of getting to know one another. Yeah. You just, you know, you're kind of all over the map and it's both of you. Yeah. So you just need some, you just need to set some reasonable boundaries. Boundaries can change. You communicate if your feelings are changed. Doesn't mean you're hypocrite because your feelings change. You know, you don't, don't backtrack just because like, ah, now I feel differently tomorrow. That's the thing. Yeah. Feelings can change. We all hawk like feelings can't change. Well, once I've, I like you. Oh, I mean, you know, we don't want to be accused of love bombing now because, you know, you can't <laughs> tell someone you like them for fear that your minds change and someone's going to be like, well, they fucking love bomb me. It's just like <laughs> feelings change. Um, yeah. Doesn't make you, make you a hypocrite. So I think you guys need to just have some more mature, reasonable expectations, some reasonable boundaries, knowing the goal of setting these boundaries is to know that feelings, you you hope they change, you hope they evolve. You know, when you date someone on a second or third date, you want those feelings to change because you don't want your relationship to like stop evolving after a third date. 
and they're going to change yeah. in one direction. They might, you know, one day you feel really excited. The other day you're like, I don't know. He said something weird. Having a good day doesn't mean he's your Prince Charming and, and him saying something weird doesn't mean you're not compatible. You just kind of have to keep getting to know each other. <laughs> and people seem to be so unwilling to do that. It's it's all or nothing. Yeah. No, no, you're definitely right. Because like this is definitely like ever since like my long-term relationship ended like a year ago, it's like every situation I've gotten myself into has gone like zero to a hundred. And it's like, oh, that's the common denominator. <laughs> yeah. Um, and you're both yeah. to blame, you know, you're yeah. both, you're both being, I guess, lazy, you know, maybe it's laziness over for him planning dates. Maybe it's laziness for you of putting yourself uh, on a dating situation that can feel a little awkward and intense and feel like an interview. So let's just skip all that and pretend we're married. <laughs> That's what people <laughs> do. It's yeah. not doing anything. You're not getting to know each other. You're, you're, you're not learning anything about each other. You're just having someone there. And that I know yeah. can be nice and comfortable, you know, but it's not actually getting you anywhere. And that's yeah. probably why it feels like, you know, you're doing the same thing over and over and not getting a different result. So it all fully makes sense hearing it said objectively. It's, so. Well, it's, you know, in defense to you, it's, it's, it's not something that's going on. You know, it's yeah. not normal. Like if, if you try this on one of these guys, you might get like a, a look from them. That might be a look of like, wow, that sounds really refreshing and I appreciate the difference. Or they might think you're weird. I don't know. But it's different to try to in incorporate new concepts that aren't part of like mainstream modern dating. But yeah. those don't seem to be working for people. So let's start a revolution, Very you know? Like let's try, do it. Let's try I'm it into out. It. <laughs> um, all right. Well, was that helpful? Right. No, that was super helpful. Thank you. This, was, right. this was great. Try it out. I'd love to know oh. how it works, how you felt about it, what they said. Give us an update. I absolutely will. All it right. was nice to meet you. Nice to meet you as well. Take care. All right. All take right, care. Bye, bye. bye. How's it going? I'm good. How are you? Good. What's your name? My name is Rebecca and I am 25. Nice to meet you, Rebecca. How can I help? So my boyfriend and I have been together for eight years. And we met in high school, high school sweethearts, and just a little bit of backstory. I lived with my mom my whole life. My senior year of high school, she moved about two and a half hours away. So I was living by myself since I was 17. Okay. Um, and uh, I could ask, were your dad not in the picture? Um, no, not really. Okay. Um, so my boyfriend's parents really took me in. So I wasn't a high schooler living sure. on my own. Why did your mom um, move? Uh, to be with her fiance. Okay. And um, and so that was that something like you had the choice to go with her because but you didn't want to leave your friends in high school? Was it like that simple or was it more complicated than that? Um, I think it was a little bit more complicated. Like she wanted me to go, but I was a senior in high school and I didn't want to move to the town that she moved to because um, my whole life is here. Mm -hmm. So but we're very, very close. It wasn't like a big fight or anything. Okay. I was like, okay, you want to go be with your fiance? I love him, whatever. So then I go away to college for four years out of state and come home. I'm still living on my own. And just last March, I decided to have my boyfriend move in with me. And he has never lived on his own besides a year and a half in college. He's lived with his mom and his parents. So immediately when he moved in, we were having issues about priorities and responsibility. He's very stubborn. And if he doesn't want to do something, he's not going to do it. Have you ever experienced him compromising ever? Yes. Okay. But he'll make it very well known that he is irritated about it. So it's like he's a martyr for doing something He's not in favor. Of yeah, okay. absolutely. So it's like, I don't even want to ask you to do anything because I know how okay. it's going to go. Do you find yourself compromising often? Not really. Okay. Yeah. Just because he, again, like, I don't no, want to I'm go asking you, the... do you feel like you are like having to compromise what you want for him because he's never doing it? Or most of the time you guys are on the same page? Yeah, no, I'm very much giving more than I'm receiving. Gotcha. Okay. And just little things like I'm not asking you to get on your hands and knees and scrub the floor. Just put away the dishes, put away the laundry, 
and he'll be like, okay, I'll do it in an hour. Like, I don't want it done in an hour. I want it done when I'm asking you. So I get frustrated and I start doing it. And then he comes out irritated that I'm irritated. And he's like, you're so annoying. You're like drama. And then I start crying because I'm so frustrated. And so that's annoying. When he calls Um, you annoying or calls you any type of name, mm -hmm. is your normal response to cry and which I understand. Yeah. Do you, um, at at any mean, point, have you said something like, don't talk to me that way or please don't speak to me that way? Yeah. I tell him like, that's like a really mean thing to say. Like, I don't like that. Nobody likes that, okay, That's good. but he knows how to say what he needs to say to like get you. So you just drop it. How do you feel about that? Um, not great. Okay. Um, Cause I, go to therapy and I work on like conflict and stuff on my end because I used to fight with him until forever, mm-hmm. you know? And I'm like, that's not healthy. Like I can't argue with you because it's like a brick wall. So I need to adjust how I react by not reacting to make it just end before it gets mm-hmm. worse. And so like just household responsibilities and also financial situations we argue about. Like I said, I've been on my own since 17. So I have my responsible bill money. I have my savings and then I have my fund money and he's never had to pay rent. He's never had to pay bills. So when it comes down to it, he's like, Oh, this is so expensive. I'm broke. Even if I ask to just go on a cute little date, like to the, like to the movies or dinner or anything, nothing crazy. He will say no. And that he doesn't, he can't afford it, but, and then, so we end up going out and I pay for everything, but he has planned three boys trips in the last couple months. He has packages delivered to the house all the time. Um, when his friends come into town, he goes out to eat and drinks. I am not invited to go with them. But it's like he has all this money for trips. And when I asked him, like, hey, you plan all these trips with your boys all the time. Why can't we go somewhere? Again, it doesn't have to be a $5,000 a night trip. But just, you know, and he's like, well, you never plan. You never initiate. You never make that step to, like, do anything. Mm-hmm. And in eight years we've been together, we've never been on a trip, just us two. Yikes. Yeah, big yikes. But yeah, we have been together for eight years and he is like, he is a jerk, but he does have things that I love, you know, what, like such as like he, it's just kind of like the little things. Like I was really sick the last couple of weeks and he, um, I would falling asleep, you know, it's just bare minimum stuff, but he like plugged in the humidifier for me when I was sleeping and like plugged in what my phone. It's bare minimum. I know it sounds horrible. What else? What else do you like about him? Um, He's funny. He is like the funniest person ever. And he really knows top 10. (laughs) Okay. Well, maybe we should get him into Hollywood. I don't think he's that funny. (laughs) So not ever. So he's funny. Yeah. He is funny. He's the comedian Um, in the group. Yeah. And he just knows me. Cause we've been together for so long, sure. like kind of yeah. better than I know myself, you know? Um, yeah. Well, don't give him that much credit. <laughs> if he knew you that well, he would know you'd want the dishes done now. Yeah. In an hour. My mom, like I talked about earlier, she moved away to like two hours away, but last year she moved all the way across the country mm. with her husband. And that was really devastating for me. Because um, we are so close, and it has been us two forever. And so, is your question more like, what What do you think I sh- think you should do? Yeah, what do I do? Do I stick it out and like have him be a jerk ninety nine percent of the time, but the one percent makes up for it, or do I leave and go be with my mom and leave everything behind for like a fresh start? You know, what do you think? It's hard because I just. What do you think everyone these- listening thinks, and what do you think I think? <laughs> Tell me to go. And be with my mom. I mean, these are your words. 99% of the time, he's a jerk. 
you wrote here, do I stick it out mm-hmm. and wait for him to grow up? Listen, I totally empathize and understand how hard that can be because mm-hmm. he's such a big part of your life. And I know I'm laying it on a little thick, but I am sure like, he's probably not a bad guy at all. At his nature, he's probably not a jerk. He's been a jerk to you. He takes you for granted. He's a child. Unlike you, who was forced to, maybe even unfairly so, grow up at 17 and become an adult when your peers and your friends had the convenience of their friends, like parents coddling them and doing their laundry into their 20s and (laughs) not being able to let go and, and afraid of their kids growing up. So they, you know, treated them like 15 year olds, even though when they were 21, 22, you had a very different life. And it sounds like your boyfriend was, you, you guys are like almost probably two extremes. You were forced to grow up and his parents still treat him like a child. Mm-hmm. So he doesn't understand the difference between being able to afford something and prioritizing what he spends money on. He doesn't understand the idea that the world doesn't revolve just around him because probably yeah. the world has revolved around him because his parents have made him feel like the world revolves around him. So like how you've had an eight year try to Mm -hmm. change him Mm -hmm. hasn't worked out yet. How much longer, let's say you don't break up. How much longer Mm -hmm. are you waiting, willing to wait for some drastic change? Probably two years. Two years. Okay. Which sounds crazy. How, and how, and and how do you think you're going to go about doing that? I don't know. It's just hard because I don't know what more I can do to like okay. make him realize. So you're like willing he, to basically just hope for the next two years that something magical happens. Yeah, which sounds stupid, but you know we're not judging. We're just we're just walking through it so that maybe you can feel a little bit more confident in your decision. Yeah, because whatever you decide, I want you to feel confident in it. I want you mm-hmm. to feel like you're making the right decision and whatever sadness you have about the decision decision and walking away from something that was such a big part of your life, I want the confidence that knowing it's the right decision to be stronger than the fear of leaving the past behind. Definitely. So it's, it's just good to talk <laughs> these things through. I'm a big believer in, in taking some big risks in your 20s. I wish I would have taken bigger risks earlier in life. I waited till my 30s to take big risks. You know, I love my life now, but it's sometimes a little scary to leave friends and, and people behind. My first relationship was a seven-year relationship on and off, off and on. So I, I totally relate to one person being such a big part of your life and that fear. Mm-hmm. You know, that my girlfriend... You know, she broke up with me a bunch of times, but I, I was the one who finally ended that relationship. And I just remember bawling. Like I was ready to be done. I even liked someone else. And I remember on the phone, like bawling to my mom because I really knew it was over. And it was like a, mm-hmm. a sadness. And so you can be sad about that, but I want you to feel appreciated in your relationship. I want you to feel like someone's willing to compromise with you and work with you and that you feel like they're willing to give as much as you're willing to give. My guess is you constantly feel feeling emotionally depleted. Yeah, definitely drained. Um, like I don't have the craziest job, but it is like customer service. So I'm exhausted, you know, and the last thing I want to do is come home and have an argument, you know? Um, well, not only that too, but, you know, I've, I've talked about like, like uh, your power and energy and I've said this on other shows, but your energy and power are the same thing. Energy is power, right? Mm-hmm. You know, you fill up a car with gas, that's energy that powers the car. But we don't yeah. think about that as it relates to dating. And the reason why you feel depleted is because he's not giving you any love and consideration back, like plugging in a humidifier or whatever the fuck it was. <laughs> isn't exactly going to like fill up your emotional gas tank. Yeah. And yet you're doing all these things. You're giving to him and not getting anything back, which is why you feel drained and emotional em- yeah. empty. Yeah, like shit. And we need, <laughs> you need to be with someone who's willing to do those things. You need to feel like one of the most important things in a relationship, I think, that's not often weighted as high for relationships <laughs> is when you feel like you're not getting as much as you're giving. 
because that's yeah. never sustainable in any situation. Eventually, like just by definition, I give more than I receive. Now, granted, some people could be delusional about what that is. You know, selfish people are always like calling other people selfish. Uh, but it seems we're, we're, I think we're pretty it's safe to assume based off of this, that you're, that's not it. And even if you, you know, if you felt emotionally depleted, you need to look into why. And I just, you know, his parents, his childhood therapy, there's so much like two years isn't going to fix this guy in my opinion. Yeah. And certainly not hope. Like it's not, no one wakes up and says, I want to, I want to be a better person. Sadly, no. They yeah. only become a better person when they feel like they need to become a better person. That's usually after they experience some sort of loss. Yeah. And it's like his brother and sister-in-law just got married and had a baby. His cousin and his wife just got married. They're pregnant. And I was hoping that he would see those couples go through that change. And then maybe he would want to. We'll see what change. I, I, I'm sure he might get engaged to you. I probably wouldn't even have a problem knocking you up and have a baby with you. But his behavior... Yeah. And his willingness to help out and compromise and be a loving, emotionally giving, considerate boyfriend slash fiance or husband won't change. So then you'll just end up with more responsibility, less of your yeah. time, and he'll be out doing whatever the fuck when and whenever he wants to while you raise his kids. Yeah, you don't want him taking a boy's trip when you're the one stuck at home with the dishes and the laundry and have a young baby. And I think like I've heard a lot from people who have dated and have gotten married. Dating is supposed to be the best part. That's when people are putting the most effort into it because, you know, you don't have that commitment at that point. You haven't agreed to spend the rest of your lives together. So while you guys have been dating for a really long time and you might be, you know, out of that honeymoon period that people in younger relationships might have or earlier relationships, it's as far along as you've ever been in this relationship, but it's also as like young as this relationship's ever going to be again if you continue yeah. to date him. So even though you've been with him, you know, eight years, it's only going to become 10 and 12 and 15. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I don't oh, see... That makes sense. I, in the history of relationships, I don't know if Hope's ever done anything. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. I'd love to hear from someone if they're listening to this show. They're like, honestly, it was like shitty for like eight years. And then and one, one day, day he woke I up. I just hope. And like one day it was like a new person. A new I don't man. even know what happened. It was magic. If you if you're out there, let us know. If uh, anything, yeah, let I, me know too. Yeah, Jeez, I know more of an example of a couple who was high school sweethearts. They reached an impasse, broke up. Not they didn't sure. take a break. They broke up. Yeah, there's and, loss. And you then move they, on and grow up. And, but then they ended up getting back together, and they were like, "That was one of the best things that could have ever happened to our relationship because we basically got to meet again as adults." They sure. weren't bringing in all their other stuff, but I'm like, they needed that. To, That's still the exception. Yeah. I, I mean, if you end up breaking up with them, I definitely don't think you should think about that story. Sorry. <laughs> no. Well, I will say we did ha like go through that. We did break up when I moved into this current place uh -huh. and he broke up with me because I wasn't ready to have him move in. Okay. And so we broke up for six months. But during that time, he was doing all the things I wanted. He asked me to go to dinner and like just all the little things that were missing. And then I'm like, okay, finally ready for you to move in. And then now it's kind of back at square one. So there you go. So you got, you like, got your answer of how he would be if you broke up with mm -hmm. him. I mean, I don't want yeah. you to tell you to tell you what to do. I want you to decide for yourself. No, I think like listening to you lay it all out, like, I sound so dumb and people are going to think I'm you so sound dumb. You are, but no, I, I this think, is very relatable. I think uh, you can always move back to where you're at. You can always come home. Home will always yeah. take you, you know? That's true. And if you do move, if you do, you know, and maybe it's not with mom. I don't know. Maybe it's, you'll get sad. You'll feel lonely. That's normal. But you'll yeah. make friends. What, what, do you, what do you have to lose? I mean, also... He'll probably take you back in two years. I don't know. What's, what's he got going on? He's not exactly, sounds he's like the most. not putting a lot of effort forward. Yeah. Yeah. I know he's not going out meeting other girls, so wouldn't have to like worry about that. But And even if he does, it's like, great. But I'm just saying. Take it. <laughs> I mean, I'm not, I'm just not seeing a lot of risk here. Other than yeah. the fear of, you know, change is scary. Mm -hmm. And I get it. It's been eight years. But when you really break it down, sounds kind of adventurous and fun. 
If you can live on your own at 17, you can do just about anything. Yeah, that's true. I'm pretty tough. So just got to be ballsy, I think, and kind of stick up for myself and do something about it instead of just sitting here being like, oh, this sucks, but maybe he'll change because I'm not seeing any promise. And you're like, he's not changing. Short of, again, like someone breaks up and they move on. Like no one just wakes up one day and says, I'm going to start doing these things. I'm going to. I'm just going to magically grow up. No one's expecting him to. In his mind, he thinks you're the crazy one because everyone else is there focusing on him. You know, he's literally the center of attention. Yeah. No one's checking him. He's the funny guy and, you know, and and your small town, it's, it's doable for him. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's always like, our family or like his family is like my core friend group. Um, like his sister-in-law, his cousin, like my best friends. Um, so then we're all together. It's like, she was so sensitive because I got upset about something that was very He says this to your, his family slash your friends. Yeah. My guess is they probably see it and they just don't say anything, you know, also it's not your problem. You'll make new friends. I mean, also, like, I know that you've become your friends, but, like, should your boyfriend's sister and family be your best friends? Maybe that's just a a sign of you haven't expanded your world as much as you should have. Yeah, that's very true. You know, see that as a challenge, not as a loss. Yeah. Do you want to be my therapist? I'll see you every Tuesday. (laughs) This is great. Just listen to the show. I'm not a therapist. (laughs) Yeah. If I were you, and I'm not telling you what to do, but if I were you, I would, uh, I wouldn't go through some big breakup. I would just tell them that you're moving, and then I would move. <laughs> if you, if you wanted a plan, see if you could find a job. You know, I don't know how much mm-hmm. money you have saved. Probably knowing you a little bit, you could probably live yeah. on your own without. And if you had to take a job that you don't necessarily love in the short term, just to make ends meet and pay your bills. It sounds like you, you would do that. Mm-hmm. I know times can be weird and times can be tough. I've always been a, someone who's just like, I don't know, I'll figure it out. I'll, I believe in me because I yeah. think personally, I'm usually willing to work harder than the person next to me. And mm-hmm. I get the same impression from you that you're someone like that. And mm-hmm. whatever your skill set or whatever you want to do, my guess is you're going to figure it out. And you have something that's very valuable that a lot of people don't have and that is like a willingness and ability to get over adversity and a work ethic. Definitely. So I agree. <laughs> start start utilizing those skills and stop wasting okay. it on him and children in the city. Okay. And like I said, if I'm wrong, you can always come home. Yeah, that's true. Very true. Well, thank you so much for listening to me again. I hope I didn't sound like an idiot, but I Not really all. appreciate you sounded, your advice. You sounded very relatable. Okay. Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. All right. Let us know. We're excited about the new city adventures. <laughs> we'll do. I'll update us in like six update. months when you're just like, yeah, I moved and I made a couple of friends. I felt a little lonely at first and it was tough, but then I had some good dates and some bad dates and some good sex and some bad sex. And now I met a guy and he's all right. <laughs> and we love each other. And maybe he's my future. Then. Maybe he's not. I don't know. I'll be fine. I'm just going to worry about me until I really need to worry about us. Yeah. Good, good advice. Thank you again so much. I really appreciate it. All right. Well, take care. Good luck. You're going to be great. Thank you too. All right. right, Bye-bye. How's it going? Hey, going pretty good. How are you? Good. What's your name? My name's Amber. Hi, Amber. How old are you? I'm 35. How can I help? Um, okay. Well, I'm having a, I guess you can call it, it's a relationship problem, but it, I feel like it's more so my problem because I'm having trouble like verbalizing what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically my fiance and I, we travel a lot. We've got family everywhere, um, but we live together in LA. So my issue, I would say our issue, but it's really my issue. My issue is Houston. Um, so when we go to Houston, we both have family there. Um, my sister lives there. My my cousins live there. He And then he's got his grandparents, a bunch of his cousins live there. So he's really, really close to his grandpa- to his grandma specifically, but his grandparents in general. 
So we kind of run into this situation that every time we go over there, he's like, well, you know, why don't we stop by grandma's house? Why don't we, you know, and it started with like stopping by, which I don't mind that. But then it started to kind of switch into like, oh, we should stay here longer or like, and then lately it's been, oh, well, you know, we always stay the night at, at hotels or at your family's house. Like we should stay the night at my grandparents' house. So where the issue comes in is his grandparents' house is not clean to be to put it nicely like it's not I mean it's downright like it's disgusting it's dirty um it's gross like when you walk in it just smells bad like it's horrible I mean I've kind of mustered up now because it's been a few years I'm like okay I can we can go in you know for a couple hours play nice and leave whatever but now that he's trying to say like you know let's stay there for the night and let's spend more time with them they're not going to be here for that long blah 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 and I'm just like Yo, like, I don't, I don't even know, like, how to really tell him without, like, hurting you, his feelings. You that, haven't told him? He doesn't know it's messy? I mean, I think he does, but he doesn't acknowledge it. And he's just, like, he's really nice. And he's just like, oh, you know, Grandma, like, she can't do any wrong. So he's just kind of like, I guess he's just being, I don't know if he's being politically correct. I don't know what's going on. But all I know is that he's really serious about wanting to stay the night there. And I'm definitely not comfortable there. Um, as far as staying the night, um, I'm just really big on like being neat and clean, especially like it's one thing if it was just disorganized, but it's literally like Filthy. dirty. Like there, yeah. <laughs> the last time we were there, I um, we ended up staying a little longer than I thought we were going to. And we had to meet up with some friends for dinner. And I literally had to pretend like I was going to go work out so I could take a shower at LA Fitness. <laughs> like it was so bad. And so... My cousin's in Houston's getting married in October and he's already like, oh, we should stay night at grandma's, you know, because your family's house is all going to be full. And I'm just like, I don't want to be mean. And then I should also say that his family, they don't think they don't think I'm stuck up, but they already think that I'm kind of like was raised privileged or whatever. So they're already looking at me like like I, you know, like I'm just extra when it comes to certain things. So I don't want to feed the fuel, you know, add fuel to the fire of like that, um, you know, looking for like a five star hotel situation because that's definitely not the deal. But um, I just I can't. There's no way <laughs> like it's not happening. So I don't know if I should tell him when I should tell him how like I don't want him yeah, to I like, think, I think be you offended. Have to tell him. I mean, listen, I, every relationship you have to have, I, I think sometimes these awkward and tough conversations. And I think there is a way to do it that shouldn't be taking, like it, it still might hurt his feelings and he still might get defensive because it's grandma. But, yeah. you know, you're not going to be like, you don't have to, you know, doesn't like you seem considerate and 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 concerned about that. So, you know, like, yeah, you're not going to say, like, grandma's disgusting and filthy and how could she live this way? <sighs> right, right. You know, don't say it in ways that would make grandma feel judged. You just say, like, yeah, listen, I, I don't feel super comfortable there. It's just, it's not very clean and I just like my own space. And, yeah, like, what is, that's, you're you're going to visit grandma, you'll spend time with grandma, you just want your ho own hotel. You know, like, it's weird because, like, when I, I have a lot of siblings, right? And, mm -hmm. and when, when I go home, it's kind of like, who's going to be there? Cause there's only so many rooms in the house. I mean, parents have a nice house, but like, and usually like not everyone's there, but you know, there've been times like when I brought Natalie and we stayed there for a few weeks, it, mm -hmm. oh, not, not a few weeks, but a, like a week. And I kind of took for granted cause I'm, you know, I'm comfortable there and I, I, I stayed there and I, and I remember thinking, shoot, like I shouldn't just assume like it's as easy for me as it is for her. Because, you know, Natalie is so great with people and she's so polite and considerate that sometimes yeah. it makes me realize that, like, I, I can take that for granted. Because I know me. You should always think about how you feel when you're staying at the other family's house. And even if it's clean and nice, yeah. it doesn't feel like home and you like your own space. And because, like... Right. You know, we go home to our parents' house and we just, we act like we're 15 or 16 and we just come become like, we just kind yeah, of like, like regress. Yeah. yeah. And when you go to your partner's places, you're always like careful and a little like more polite. And that, that's, right. that takes energy. Right. It does. It does. And yeah, after a sure. while, you just want to like, whether it's a hotel room or a place to feel more comfortable. So just maybe make it more about your, your comfort. And he asked me like, yeah, it's just, a, it's just a little messy for me. I don't, 
it, it doesn't feel clean, just try not to lay on the criticism about grandma. You know, yeah. but like guess, it, if it's messy, he should be able to recognize it. You're just not saying like, listen, grandma, grandma has every right to have her house, whatever she wants. She, she's grandma, but it's just not for me. And I just don't feel comfortable sleeping there. And it would mean a lot to me if we could just like not. Yeah, no, that that definitely makes sense. I think in my mind, I've played out the conversation like a few different ways. And I'm just thinking, I feel like if she was in town, it would be a lot easier. But, you know, just I guess with in his in his um, viewpoint, like trying to maximize that that time of us actually being, you know, in in the same city and things like that. And I'm like, oh, I don't want to feel like a jerk sitting here yeah, telling listen, him. Like, I, I, you may not, you may not get what you want. I definitely just think you should communicate it. I don't yeah, think it's yeah. doing you much good to feel this and not communicate it. To hold on to this and then try to like hide things from him as well as grandma and grandpa. So like maybe you communicate that sure. and, and he says, well, but it would also mean a lot to me because grandma's older and not going to be here for long, for long. Because right now you're not communicating mm-hmm. it and he right. is taking for granted whether deliberately or, you know, probably subconsciously, he probably, probably doesn't mean to be. Just like when I just describing, yeah. like I was kind of taking for granted that like I was just assuming that her comfort level at my parents' house, because, you know, I think my parents are great and they're so nice and so welcoming, et cetera, et cetera. But it's still not her home. And it's still like weird. And and so that he can at least acknowledge because so that if you keep staying at grandma's and if you keep doing it, at least he can recognize that you're making some sort of sacrifice, that you're you're going out of your way. Now it's just like something you guys are doing and he's not even thinking, he's just like, oh, it's no big deal. Like whatever, right? You're, you know, right. so like, it, at least he will feel like he's acknowledging how your feelings, but he can't guess that and know that until you communicate it, right? And no, that's what that's you want to communicate is not unreasonable, and there's no reason okay. for him to be mean about it or get mad, especially if you're not criticizing grandma. Yeah, you're just, no, that's you're just so saying true. it's just not for me, and if the worst thing that happens is they call you privileged or, or whatever, I, mean, <laughs> I guess. All right. Yeah. It's like, then I'm trying to like, guilty, you know, be I like guess, the good you know, say, but I mean, I, I do want to like be, it is what it is. I do want to be clean, you know? No, exactly. That's the whole point. I'm like, I'm not asking for, you know, a, nothing crazy. I just, you know, you know, just the clean environment. That's pretty much it. But I definitely wish I would have said something earlier. Like, I feel like if I would have said something a few years ago, that probably would have been better, but Maybe. it didn't affect us as much because we were just kind of like, oh, hi, bye, like stop by for 30 minutes, you know? So then you so say, I didn't think it was important. So then you <laughs> communicate that. I wish I would have told you yeah. sooner. I'm sorry I didn't communicate that sooner. I want to work on our communication. I want to work on how I communicate yeah. with you. I want us to yeah. be able to like, not only talk about good things, but like, and then ask them maybe, you know what? I'm willing to bet. You guys have been dating long enough. I'm willing to bet there might be something he's held back not sharing yeah. with you. Maybe he, you true, know, you true. describe this really nice and sweet guy. So maybe he's putting up with something that he doesn't want to put up with. So make that yeah, a well, ask him, hey, there must be something, you know, that you feel like you've had to do this. Is there anything, you know, make a, a, an environment where you guys are communicating things. Again, this is not, you're not opening up Pandora's bo- box and start talking shit on each other. But you're just creating <laughs> okay. a space to just say, "Hey, is is there anything that, you know, you're you haven't you've you haven't told me because you're afraid it might hurt my feelings?" Yeah, yeah, no, that's that's a good idea. Especially can around I ask your him that your first? family. That way he can <laughs> that way he can say his piece first, and then I can add my piece. You know, the order. I don't know if it really matters. I think just <laughs> have a conversation that you're not being mean to grandma. You make it a welcoming environment. You you acknowledge the goal. The goal is. I want us to be able to talk about things that sometimes, you know, we have to work through. Right, you know? right. Because those are relationships. And right. I, I wish I would have brought this up earlier, but like, and I feel a little awkward, but this is how I feel about this situation. I'd love to not do that. I don't feel as comfortable. It's just a little mm-hmm. messy for me. Maybe that's a me problem. I don't want to judge grandma, but like I right. would feel more comfortable if we didn't. Also, right. is there anything that you want to ask me? You know, okay. your focus should be about creating this environment for the relationship about conversations you want to start having, even though sometimes it could get awkward. Sometimes one of you might get defensive and that's Mm -hmm. okay. Mm -hmm. One of you might get a little frustrated. That's okay. But you work through them. 
Right. You know? That's a good point. That's a good point. And, just, like and see, see if you can, can cultivate that environment and okay. see where it goes. Also, again, you may end up still staying at grandma's, but I feel like you will feel better at least having communicated your feelings. Right. No, that's true. That's true. No, that's a good point. I never imagined that there could be anything that I'd do wrong, though. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, that's a good, that's a really good point. No, I think that's a great yeah. approach. And then it kind of makes it more mutual, too. And that yeah, way, you're like, you're like offering you said, something up. Be like, oh, it must yeah. be annoying when I do that. Now, be ready that be ready for him to be like, oh, well, kind of. And then try, yeah, not to take, sure. try not to take it personally. No, definitely. It'd be good to like, just let things go like before this wedding happens. And that was my main thing is like, I don't want to carry, because overall our communication is really good. And so I just feel bad like carrying this piece, like into just letting it linger and linger. So I definitely think that would be good to have like a clean slate, like for both of us, if there was anything that he was holding on to as well. So yeah, that's awesome. Well, good luck. All right. Thank you. I All appreciate right. you. Thanks All so our much. My pleasure. Thank you for calling. <laughs> All right, take care. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to send in those questions at asknick at castme.com. Cast with a K. We'll be back tonight with The Bachelorette Premiere.